0: The following is a Relevant Radio program and is protected under U.S. copyright laws. This program is made possible through the contributions of listeners like you. Support Relevant Radio by clicking on the Donate
1: icon at www.relevantradio.com. I hope things are going well for you as we make this journey through Lent. Good morning, I'm Paul Sadek. It's Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. Today is Sunday, February 25th, 2024 the second Sunday of Lent. In the Missal, it's liturgical year B, cycle two, and Sunday is a day to pray the glorious mysteries of the rosary. In today's gospel, Peter, James, and John experience Jesus being transfigured. The Lord shows his glory to them visually. At the transfiguration, God went out of his way to show that Jesus was truly the Savior. Let's offer this day to the Lord. God, you know the desires of our hearts for authentic peace, justice, and love. I offer you my prayers, thoughts, words, actions, joys, and sufferings today, together with Jesus, who continues to offer himself to us in the Eucharist, who continues to reveal himself to us in the poor, the oppressed, the marginalized, the unborn, the most vulnerable in our world. May your Holy Spirit be my guide and strength today, so that I may be a witness to your love, your justice, and your peace, and to the sanctity of each human life. Together with Mary, our mother, sister, and friend, she who carried the Savior in her womb, with all the communion of saints, and with all of us who offer ourselves to you for the good of others today, we pray. Amen. And along with Pope Francis, we pray that those with a terminal illness and their families receive the necessary physical and spiritual care and accompaniment. Ten Minutes with Jesus is a guided meditation on the gospel of the day prepared by a Catholic priest. Here's today's Ten Minutes with Jesus. My Lord
2: and my God, I firmly believe that you are here, that you see me, that you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence. I ask your pardon for my sins and the grace to make this time of prayer fruitful. My Immaculate Mother, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. So a few weeks ago, I managed to see the film Oppenheimer. Now, thanks be to God, I was able to watch a censored version you know, these days there are some great filtering resources like VidAngel, Angel, which allow you to enjoy a film without having to subject yourself to inappropriate or immoral content. You know, as followers of Jesus, as followers of you, Lord Jesus, in a culture that so often flies in the face of our faith, we need to be discerning with what we watch, with what we take in, because it always has, a, has an effect on us, whether we like it or not. It always leaves its mark, leaves a trace in our souls. And so taking advantage of good filtering software or censorship software is not being prudish, it's being prudent. But anyway, back to the film. So for those of you who, who know the films of Christopher Nolan, you'll know that he often plays with the concept of time And he often plays with sequencing in his films. In fact, in this film, don't worry, I won't give anything away, but the film shows different periods of Oppenheimer's life. But, as is typical of Christopher Nolan, he tells all of the stories pretty much at the same time and puts scenes that happen later chronologically, earlier in the film, begins with what's happening at the end, etc. And when you're watching it or any other, most other of his films, at first it can be a bit confusing to figure out what's going on, and but always by the end of the film, once you have a picture of the whole story, that's when you can see how it all fits together. You know, Many filmmakers and storytellers do similar things. If not showing things out of sequence, they will foreshadow the end of the story near the beginning, or sometimes with with elements that you, you only understand once you see the whole thing. Which makes it so much more interesting. It makes it interesting to watch a second and a third time when you can put all those elements in the bigger picture. In the light of the whole story. Now, because of this, fans of Christopher Nolan know that they need to pay attention to every detail in his films. Even if even if things don't quite make sense, even if things are confusing, because they know that that's his style. And they trust, knowing him, that by the end, knowing his style, that by the end, all the parts will fit in place and the bigger picture will be more beautiful because of it. Now, it would be a great pity if we didn't know that that's what he was doing if we got halfway through a film and were so frustrated with not understanding what was going on that we gave up. It would be a great pity because it's the end of the story that so often sheds light on the beginning. We would miss the whole picture. We would miss the art of the design and the genius of the storytelling. Now, the fact is that a very similar thing happens in the story of our salvation. Now, God is, of course, the best of storytellers. His story is the one story that every good story reflects, every good story points to, every good story finds its fulfillment in, because it's the story of, of who we are, what we're made for, what God has done for us. And right from the beginning of the church, in fact, in the, the very gospel writers themselves note that all of God's words and actions in the past, over the centuries and different places and times with different people, they all find their fulfillment in Jesus, in you, Lord Jesus. You are the end and the meaning of the whole story, of our story. And so we can look back and so many of the great saints and theologians and church fathers and history have done this, we can look back at Any element in Scripture and in salvation history, and see how it may have been pointing towards or foreshadowing the coming of Christ. There are actually many events in the story of salvation that only make sense, that only fully make sense, in the light of Christ, in the light of the full story. And so, this can be a very helpful, a very enlightening way to read Scripture, to see the whole story of Scripture and to understand, especially some of those events that, at first glance, might be difficult. And today's first reading is an example of that. It's the the well-known story of Abraham almost sacrificing his son Isaac. Now, this story, by itself, can be difficult and confusing. How could God possibly ask Abraham to sacrifice his son? Child sacrifice is one of the things that set the people of God apart from the cultures and the religions around them. And God would never, could never ask us to do anything immoral. And so how can we understand the scene? How does it make any sense? Now, It would be a great pity if we left it there. If we thought it too troubling or confusing... If we said at this point, I could never believe in a God who would ask such a thing of his followers, if we let our difficulty become a doubt and so prevent us from seeking understanding. But no, we know the storyteller. We know you, Lord Jesus. We trust you. We know that even the things that are difficult to accept or understand at a given moment will make sense in the light of the whole story. And the readings today, in fact, as they so often do, point us in this direction, point us towards reading this event with Abraham and Isaac in light of the whole story. Because in this first reading, we have a father willing to offer his only begotten son, as the text says, his well-beloved son. We have a son who carries the wood of his own sacrifice up a hill in Palestine, a son who could have resisted his elderly father, but surely at some stage came to understand what was being asked of him and obeyed. And then the gospel today is the transfiguration. A few centuries later, on another hill, when Jesus is declared by the voice of God the Father, a beloved son, the beloved son. And this son, in a short time, on another hill not far away, will fulfill that sacrifice. The only begotten and beloved Son of God will carry the wood of His own sacrifice up Calvary and offer Himself for us in obedience to the Father. Offer the sacrifice that we never could. In fact, the second reading in the letter to the Romans actually points out this connection, saying... God did not spare his own son, but gave him up to benefit us all. Now this is the end of the story. This is the end of the story that sheds light and meaning on all the rest, that shows us what God was pointing towards when he led Abraham with his son up that hill. Not to ask Abraham the unthinkable, but to foreshadow what was to come to give an indication to us so that we could get an inkling of the significance of the sacrifice of Christ on the cross and of the love behind it. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son. This is our story, and it's all directed by and directed towards him, towards you, Lord Jesus, that through your cross and resurrection, we might enter into the story, to your story written for us. And in fact, the scene of the transfiguration is also a, a foreshadowing of the end of our story, if we will take part, if we will enter in. That in and through the sacrifice of Jesus, by sharing in his death and his resurrection, living by his life in us, we too are beloved sons and daughters. And we too might be transformed by his grace into him to share in his likeness, so that one day we too might share in his resplendent glory that his disciples got a glimpse of on that mountain that day at the Transfiguration. I thank you, my God, for the good resolutions, affections, and inspirations that you have communicated to me in this time of prayer. I ask your hope to put them into effect. My Immaculate Mother, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me.
1: And you'll find a lot more of 10 Minutes with Jesus at RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. That is Voice Trek, caritas, and the most familiar translation, Where charity and love prevail, there God is ever found, Brought here together by God's love, by love are we thus bound. On the second Sunday of Lent, this is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. I'm Paul Sadek, and we join the whole church now. As we begin this liturgical day, we're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in the Invitatory Psalm and the Office of Readings.
3: Lord, open my lips, and
4: my mouth will proclaim your praise. Come, let us worship Christ the Lord, who for our sake endured temptation and suffering.
5: Come, let us sing to the Lord, and shout with joy to the Rock who saves us. Let us approach Him with praise and thanksgiving and sing joyful songs to the Lord.
4: Come, let us worship Christ the Lord, who for our sake endured temptation and suffering. The The Lord Lord is God, God, the the mighty God, God, the great King over all the gods.
6: He holds in His hands the depths of the earth
1: and the highest mountains as well.
6: He made the sea, it belongs to him, the dry land too, for it was formed by his hands.
4: Come, let us worship Christ the Lord, who for our sake endured temptation and suffering.
5: Come then, let us bow down
3: and worship, bending the knee before the Lord our Maker. For he is our God,
5: and we are his people. Of the flock he shepherds. Come,
4: let us worship Christ the Lord, who for our sake endured temptation and suffering. Today, listen,
6: Today, listen to the voice of the, voice Lord. Of the Lord. Do, Do not, not grow stubborn as your fathers did in, in the, the wilderness, wilderness when at Meribah and Massa they, they challenged, challenged me and provoked, and provoked me, me,
4: although they, they had seen all my works. Come, Let us worship Christ the Lord, who for our sake endured temptation and suffering.
5: Forty years I endured that generation.
4: I said,
3: They are a people whose hearts go astray, and they they do not know my ways. So I swore in in my anger,
7: They shall not enter into my rest.
4: Come, let us worship Christ the Lord, who for our sake endured temptation and suffering. Glory Glory to to the the Father, and and to the the Son, and to the the Holy Spirit.
3: As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, now,
5: and and will will be forever.
3: Amen.
4: Come, let us worship Christ the Lord, who for our sake endured temptation and suffering.
8: On this day, the first of days, God the Father's name we praise, who creation's Lord and Spring did the world from darkness bring. On this day the eternal Son over death his triumph won. On this day the Spirit came With his gifts of living flame. Father, who didst fashion man God-like in thy loving plan Fill us with that love divine and conform our wills to Thine. Word made flesh, all hail to Thee, Thou from sin hast set us free, and with Thee we die and rise unto God in sacrifice. Light and grace we pray Fill our hearts this holy day God the blessed three in one May thy holy will be done In thy word our souls are free and we rest this day
5: with fear. Lord our God, in splendor and majesty you are clothed, wrapped in light as in a robe. Lord,
9: Lord our God, God in, in splendor, splendor and majesty, majesty you are clothed,
5: wrapped, wrapped in, in light, light as, as in a robe. robe. Bless the Lord my soul. Lord God, how great you are, clothed in majesty and glory, wrapped in light as in a robe. You
6: stretch out the heavens like a tent. Above the range you build your dwelling. You make the clouds your chariot and walk on the wings of the wind. You make the winds your messengers and flashing fire your
5: servants. You founded the earth on its base To stand firm from age to age. You wrapped it with the ocean like a cloak. The waters stood higher than the mountains.
6: At your threat, they took flight. At the voice of your thunder, they fled. They rose over the mountains and flowed down to the place which you had appointed. You set limits they might not pass, lest they return to cover the earth.
5: You make springs gush forth in the valleys. They flow in between the hills. They give drink to all the beasts of the field. The wild asses quench their thirst. On their banks dwell the birds of heaven. From the branches they sing their song. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit as As it it was in the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will will be forever. Amen.
9: Lord our Our God, in in splendor and majesty you are clothed, wrapped in light light, as as in a robe. robe.
3: The Lord has brought forth bread from the earth and wine to give warmth to men's hearts.
9: The Lord has brought forth bread from the earth and wine to give warmth to men's hearts.
6: From your dwelling, you water the hills. Earth drinks its fill of your gift. You made the grass grow for the cattle and the plants to serve man's needs, that he may bring forth bread from the earth and wine to cheer man's heart, oil to make him glad. And bread to strengthen man's heart.
5: The trees of the Lord shall drink their fill, the cedars he planted on Lebanon. There the birds build their nests. On the treetop the stork has her home. The goats find a home on the mountains and rabbits hide in the rocks.
6: You made the moon to mark the months. The sun knows the time for its setting. When you spread the darkness, it is night, and all the beasts of the forest creep forth. The young lions roar for their prey and ask their food from God.
5: At the rising of the sun they steal away and go to rest in their dens. Man goes forth to his work, to labor
9: till evening falls.
6: Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As As it was was in the the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will be forever. Amen.
1: The The Lord has brought brought forth forth bread
9: from from the earth, and and wine wine to give give warmth to men's men's hearts.
6: The Lord looked upon all he had made, and saw that it was very good.
9: The Lord looked upon all he had
3: made and and saw saw that it was very good.
5: How many are your works, O Lord! In wisdom you have made them all. The earth is full of your riches.
6: There is the sea vast and wide, with its moving swarms past counting, living things great and small. The ships are moving there, and the monsters you made to play with.
5: All of these look to you to give them their food in due season. You give it. They gather it up. You open your hand. They have their fill.
6: You hide your face. They are dismayed. You take back your spirit. They die returning to the dust from which they came. You send forth your spirit, they are created, and you renew the face of the earth.
5: May the glory of the Lord last forever. May the Lord rejoice in his works. He looks on the earth and it trembles. The mountains send forth smoke
6: at his touch. I will sing to the Lord all my life, make music to my God while I live. May my thoughts be pleasing to him. I find my joy in the Lord. Let sinners vanish from the earth and the wicked exist no more.
9: Bless the
5: Lord, my soul. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As As it was in the beginning, is now, and and will be forever. Amen.
9: The Lord looked upon all he had made, and and saw that it was very good. The voice of the Father was heard from the cloud. This This is is my beloved beloved Son. son. Listen Listen to him.
6: From the book of Exodus When Pharaoh let the people go, God did not lead them by way of the Philistines' land, though this was the nearest. For he thought, should the people see that they would have to fight, they might change their minds and return to Egypt. Instead, he rerouted them toward the Red Sea by way of the desert road. In battle array, the Israelites marched out of Egypt. Moses also took Joseph's bones along, for Joseph had made the Israelites swear solemnly that when God should come to them, they would carry his bones away with them. Setting out from Succoth, they encamped at Etham, near the edge of the desert. The Lord preceded them, in the daytime by means of a column of cloud to show them the way, and at night by means of a column of fire to give them light. Thus they could travel both day and night. Neither the column of cloud by day nor the column of fire by night ever left its place in front of the people. Then the Lord said to Moses, Tell the Israelites to turn about and camp before Piharithoth, between Migdal and the sea. You shall camp at and you shall camp in front of Baal-Zephon, just opposite by the sea. Pharaoh then will say, The Israelites are wandering about aimlessly in the land. The desert has closed in on them. Thus will I make Pharaoh so obstinate that he will pursue them. Thus I will receive glory through Pharaoh and all his army, and the Egyptians will know that I am the Lord. This the Israelites did. When it was reported to the king of Egypt that the people had fled, Pharaoh and his servants changed their minds about them. What have we done, they exclaimed. Why? We have released Israel from our service. So Pharaoh made his chariots ready and mustered his soldiers, 600 first-class chariots and all other chariots of Egypt with warriors on them. So obstinate had the Lord made Pharaoh that he pursued the Israelites even while they were marching away in triumph. The Egyptians then pursued them, Pharaoh's whole army, his horses, chariots, and charioteers caught up with them as they lay encamped by the sea at Piharioth in front of Baal Zephon. The
9: Word of the Lord. When Israel came out of
6: Egypt, the house of Jacob from a foreign land,
7: Judah Judah became became God's sanctuary, sanctuary. Israel Israel, his his
6: domain. domain. The Lord went before them in a pillar of cloud to show them the way.
7: Judah Judah became became God's sanctuary, sanctuary. Israel Israel, his domain. domain. A reading from a sermon by St. Leo the Great, Pope. The Lord reveals his glory in the presence of chosen witnesses. His body is like that of the rest of mankind, but he makes it shine with such splendor that his face becomes like the sun in glory and his garments as white as snow. The great reason for this transfiguration was to remove the scandal of the cross from the hearts of his disciples and to prevent the humiliation of his voluntary suffering from disturbing the faith of those who had witnessed the surpassing glory that lay concealed. With no less forethought, he was also providing a firm foundation for the hope of Holy Church. The whole body of Christ was to understand the kind of transformation that it would receive as his gift. The members of that body were to look forward to a share in that glory, which first blazed out in Christ their head. The Lord had himself spoken of this when he foretold the splendor of his coming. Then the just will shine, like the sun, in the kingdom of their Father. St. Paul the Apostle bore witness to this same truth when he said, I consider that the sufferings of the present time are not to be compared with the future glory that is to be revealed in us. In another place, he says, You are dead, and your life is hidden with Christ in God. When Christ, your life, is revealed, then you will also be revealed with him in glory. This marvel of the Transfiguration contains another lesson for the apostles to strengthen them and lead them into the fullness of knowledge. Moses and Elijah, the law, and the prophets, appeared with the Lord in conversation with him. This was in order to fulfill exactly, through the presence of these five men, the text which says, Before two or three witnesses, every word is ratified. What word could be more firmly established, more securely based, than the word which is proclaimed by the trumpets of both Old and New Testaments? sounding in harmony and by the utterances of ancient prophecy and the teaching of the gospel, in full agreement with each other. The writings of these two testaments support each other. The radiance of the transfiguration reveals clearly and unmistakably the one who had been promised by signs foretelling him under the veils of mystery. As St. John says, The law was given through Moses, grace, and truth came through Jesus Christ. In him, the promise made through the shadows of prophecy stands revealed, along with the full meaning of the precepts of the law. He is the one who teaches the truth of prophecy through his presence and makes obedience to the commandments possible through grace. In the preaching of the Holy Gospel, all should receive a strengthening of their faith. No one should be ashamed of the cross of Christ, through which the world has been redeemed. No one should fear to suffer for the sake of justice. No one should lose confidence in the reward that has been promised. The way to rest is through toil. The way to life is through death. Christ has taken on Himself the whole weakness of our lowly human nature. If then we are steadfast in our faith in Him and in our love for Him, we win the victory that He has won. We receive what He has promised. When it comes to obeying the commandments or enduring adversity, the words uttered by the Father should always echo in our ears. This is my Son, the Beloved, in whom I am well pleased. Listen to him.
9: You have come to Jesus,
6: mediator of the new covenant. Do not refuse to hear him.
3: If, if those, those who refuse to, to listen to him, him warning them, warn them on, on earth, that did not, not escape punishment, punishment, much less shall we, we escape. escape if we will not listen to one who warns from heaven.
6: Today, if you hear his voice, harden not your hearts. If
3: If those who refuse to listen to to him, him, warning warning them on earth, did not escape punishment,
6: much less shall we we escape, if If we we will not listen listen to one who warns from heaven.
9: Let us pray.
5: O God, who have commanded us to listen to your beloved Son, be pleased, we pray, to nourish us inwardly by your Word, that with spiritual sight made pure, we may rejoice to behold your glory. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen.
1: This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Sunday, February 25th, 2024, the second Sunday of Lent. I'm Paul Sadek, and in today's Gospel from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, it must have been a bit of a shock when Peter, James, and John saw Jesus transfigured. It's from the ninth chapter of the Gospel of Mark. After six days, Jesus took with him Peter and James and John and led
2: them up a high mountain apart by themselves, and he was transfigured before them. His garments became glistening, intensely white, as no fuller on earth could bleach them. And there appeared to them Elijah with Moses, and they were talking to Jesus. Peter said to Jesus, Master, It is well that we are here. Let us make three booths, one for you and one for Moses and one for Elijah. Peter did not know what to say, for they were exceedingly afraid. And a cloud overshadowed them, and a voice came out of the cloud. This is my beloved son. Listen to him. And suddenly, looking around, they no longer saw anyone with them but Jesus only. As they were coming down the mountain, Jesus charged them to tell no one what they had seen until the Son of Man should have risen from the dead. So, they kept the matter to themselves, questioning what the rising from the dead
1: meant. This selection from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible courtesy of Falcon Picture Group, you'll find daily and Sunday Mass readings on the relevant radio app. The beautiful voice of Audrey Asad, Be Thou My Vision. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app on the second Sunday of Lent. I'm Paul Sadek and we join the whole church in prayer. We're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in morning prayer.
3: God, come to my assistance.
1: Lord, Lord make, make haste to help me.
3: Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in in the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen.
0: Lo, the dim shadows of the night are waning, radiant. Great compassion, banish all sickness, kindly health bestowing, and may He grant us of our Father's goodness, mansion. God forever blessed, Father eternal, Son and Holy Spirit.
4: Of the lord has shown its power the right hand of the lord has raised me up
9: the right, the right hand, hand of, of the lord has shown its power, power. The, the right hand, hand of the lord has raised me up
5: give thanks to the lord for he is good for his love endures forever
6: let the sons of israel say his love endures forever let the sons of aaron say his love endures forever Let those who fear the Lord say, His love endures forever.
5: I called to the Lord in my distress. He answered and freed me. The Lord is at my side. I do not fear. What can man do against me? The Lord is at my side as my helper. I shall look down on my foes.
6: It is better to take refuge in the Lord than to trust in man. It is better to take refuge in the Lord than to trust in princes.
5: The nations all encompassed me. In the Lord's name I crushed them. They compassed me, compassed me about. In the Lord's name I crushed them. They compassed me about like bees. They blazed like a fire among thorns. In the Lord's name I crushed them.
6: I was hard-pressed and was falling, but the Lord came to help me. The Lord is my strength and my song. He is my Savior. There are shouts of joy and victory in the tents of the just.
5: The Lord's right hand has triumphed. His right hand raised me. The Lord's right hand has triumphed. I shall not die. I shall live and recount his deeds. I was punished. I was punished by the Lord, but not doomed to die.
6: Open to me the gates of holiness. I will enter and give thanks. This is the Lord's own gate, where the just may enter. I will thank you, for you have answered, and you are my Savior.
5: The stone which the builders rejected has become the cornerstone. This is the work of the Lord, a marvel in our eyes. This day was made by the Lord. We rejoice and are glad.
6: O Lord, grant us salvation. O Lord, grant success. Blessed in the name of the Lord is he who comes. We bless you from the house of the Lord. The Lord God is
5: our light. Go forward in procession with branches, even to the altar. You are my God. I thank you. My God, I praise you. Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. For his love endures forever.
6: Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit.
9: As it it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will will be be forever. forever. Amen. Amen.
6: Lord God, you have given us the great day of rejoicing. Jesus Christ, the stone rejected by the builders, has become the cornerstone of the church, our spiritual home. Shed upon your church the rays of your glory, that it may be seen as the gate of salvation open to all nations. Let cries of joy and exaltation ring out from its tents. To celebrate the wonder of Christ's resurrection.
9: The right right hand hand of of the Lord has shown its power. The right hand hand of the Lord has raised me up.
4: Let us sing the hymn of the three young men which they sang in the fiery furnace, giving praise to God. Let Let us sing sing the
6: hymn of the the three young young men men,
5: which which they they sang in the the fiery fiery furnace, furnace. Giving, giving praise, praise to, to God. God.
6: Blessed are you, O Lord, the God of our fathers, praiseworthy and exalted above all forever.
5: And blessed is your holy and glorious name, praiseworthy and exalted above all for all ages.
6: Blessed are you in the temple of your holy glory, praiseworthy and glorious above all forever.
5: Blessed are you on the throne of your kingdom, praiseworthy and exalted above all forever.
6: Blessed are you who look into the depths from your throne upon the cherubim, praiseworthy and exalted above all forever.
5: Blessed are you in the firmament of heaven, praiseworthy and glorious forever.
6: Bless the Lord, all you works of the Lord, Praise and exalt Him above all, forever.
5: Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As As it was was in the the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen.
3: Let Let us sing the hymn of the three young young men,
5: which they they sang in the the fiery fiery furnace,
3: furnace, giving praise
5: to to God.
4: Praise the Lord in His heavenly power. Praise
9: Praise the Lord Lord in in His his heavenly power. power.
5: Praise God in His holy place. Praise Him in His mighty heavens. Praise Him for His powerful deeds. Praise His surpassing greatness.
6: O praise Him with sound of trumpet. Praise Him with lute and harp. Praise Him with timbrel and dance. Praise Him with strings and pipes.
5: Oh, praise Him with resounding cymbals. Praise Him with clashing of cymbals. Let everything that lives and that breathes give praise to the Lord.
6: Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As As it it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen.
5: Amen. Let us pray. Lord God, maker of heaven and earth and of all created things, you make your just ones holy, and you justify sinners who confess your name. Hear us as we humbly pray to you. Give us eternal joy with your saints. Praise Praise the the Lord
9: Lord in in his his heavenly heavenly power. power. A
5: reading from the book of Nehemiah. Today is holy to the Lord your God. Do not be sad, and do not weep, for today is holy to our Lord. Do not be saddened this day, for rejoicing in the Lord must be your strength. The word of the Lord.
9: Thanks be to God. Christ,
5: Son of the Living God, have mercy on us.
4: Christ, Son of the Living God, have mercy on us.
5: You were wounded for our offenses.
4: Have mercy on us.
5: Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit.
4: Christ, Son of the Living God, have mercy on us. Our Lord Jesus Christ abolished death. And through the Gospels, he revealed eternal life.
9: Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Through his
3: holy prophets, he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies
4: And through the Gospels, He revealed eternal life.
9: Let us pray. Let us give glory
4: to God, whose kindness knows no limit. Through Jesus Christ, who lives forever to intercede for us, let us pray.
5: Kindle Kindle in our our hearts hearts the fire of your your love.
4: God of mercy, let today be a day rich in good works.
5: A day of generosity to all we meet kindle, kindle in our, our hearts, hearts the fire, the fire of, of your, your love
4: from the waters of the flood you saved noah through the
5: ark from the waters of baptism raise up to new life those under instruction kindle, kindle in our, our hearts, hearts the fire of your love
4: may we live not by bread only
5: but by every word falling from your lips kindle, kindle in our hearts the the fire fire of of your love.
4: Help us to do away with all dissension
5: so that we may rejoice in your gifts of peace and love. Kindle Kindle in in our our hearts hearts the fire fire of of your
1: love.
4: We pause now to pray to express our own needs and those of our community. Kindle Kindle in in our hearts
9: hearts the fire of of your love.
4: Gathering our prayers and praises into one,
9: let us offer the prayer Christ himself taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread,
3: and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And and lead us not into temptation,
9: but deliver us from evil. evil.
5: O God, who have commanded us to listen to your beloved Son, be pleased, we pray, to nourish us inwardly by your word, that with spiritual sight made pure, we may rejoice to behold your glory. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son,
1: Hey, be sure to get to Mass today. Receive the body, blood, soul, and divinity of our Lord Jesus Christ. The Sunday edition of Morning Air is coming right up. I'm Paul Sadek. I'll see you tomorrow morning, 4 a.m. Central, or on the relevant radio app. You go out and make this a great and holy day and live in the light of the Lord.
0: Audio from the Liturgy of the Hours, courtesy of DivineOffice.org.